Hey guys, what's up? I'm Fofo. And I'm Bones. That's Soba. And this black blob is Chia. And this is Behind Relationship Goals. All right, Bones, let's start this episode. I quit. You quit what? I quit everything. Quit this podcast. Okay. I'm gonna walk away. Okay. No, what I'm else kidding. are you gonna quit? No. <laughs> I was just setting up the intro for our <laughs> podcast topic. So now you know the topic of today's podcast is quitting. Quitting what in general? Um, yeah, I guess quitting in general because... I think there's like a trend now. You see it on TikTok, you see it in the news about quiet quitting. So okay. I figured that I think with a lot of the younger people, the Gen Zers, and maybe even some of the millennials because of the pandemic, fatigue, okay. there's this supposed trend of quiet quitting. So I wanted to unpack this, talk about it, reflect on it, and see how it has shown itself in our lives and does it still show itself in our lives today. First off, what is quiet quitting? Because I, I know of quitting, like you stop something, you quit it. But what is quiet quitting? Quiet quitting, from how I understand it, is just another word for slacking off. So quiet quitting is doing the bare minimum without getting fired. So parang okay. you're basically not going to do your best at work. Because you're not into it, maybe. Okay. You're not motivated. You feel like you can't get ahead in life. So there's this supposed trend. I don't think there's a dictionary definition for it. Okay. But quite quitting. I mean, it's exactly like what you said. You do the bare minimum. You just do what your job requires. You don't try to do better. You don't try to go beyond expectations. You don't try to be an achiever. You just do what's asked of you. Yeah. So now that we're on the topic of quitting, I'm just going to ask you straight up. Have you ever thought about quitting your job? I guess let's rephrase that question because I think in our career, there have been many different points and parang eras or chapters okay. in our career now that we've been working for 12 years. Yes. So I think I can break it up into parts of your career, my career life. So in the first part, maybe the first four to five years, it's quite surprising because I've feel like I've never thought about quitting. And okay. it's funny, I've never thought about it because I was always afraid of getting fired. Yeah. Yeah, and in our line of work, when you quit, you're so replaceable. Yeah, but I mean, I think for some people, the thought of quitting comes to mind. But for me, because I was starting from the bottom and I really had no skills, mm -mm. it wasn't even an idea that crossed my mind. I was just so afraid of getting fired because I would submit a subpar performance. Yeah, parang hindi mo na naiisip yung quitting kasi uunahan ka na ng iba na i-fire ka na. <laughs> like, I was like, wala akong karapatan mag-quit. Before I even get to the quitting part, they're gonna kick me out of GMA. Yeah. So, exactly. That's what I felt. So, I was in a very different situation. Mm. And it just never came across. I'm curious about you. You came from somewhere different. Yeah, I started really young. Yeah. How old so were you when you started? I at 14? I started at 14. Okay. In the beginning, like when I was in my teen years, I also had the same perspective. Like, it didn't even cross my mind because I didn't think that I was in the right place to even think about quitting because I had such a good opportunity. I was in a place that I knew that a lot of people wanted to be in also because of course, show business is 
is so aspirational, diba? Like, it's a, also a good opportunity to earn money. So, I never thought na, parang, why would I want to quit this, no? Parang paghirapan ko na to, nandito na ako. Pero wait, marami ka bang bloopers when you were younger? Like, did you have a lot of mistakes or were there times when the director would shout at you? Oh, yeah! So, how course. would you feel then? Kasi, when you're most vulnerable, I feel like that's the time when the idea of quitting might pop up. I didn't think about quitting, but like I was hard on myself. But I never thought about quitting. So you never went up to Mama V or your dad and say, Ayoko na, ayoko no, na. Wow. never, oh. never. But I think though, before I joined Miss World, I was at a point where, hindi naman sa quitting, but I was thinking of, is this the career path that I really want to take? Why Para, is that? Because when I was doing taping, when I was doing my hosting, parang I didn't know if I was fulfilled in what I was doing. It felt like a routine and I didn't know if I, like what I was really bringing to the table. Was I contributing enough to this industry? Was I learning enough? Or should I just, you know, finish my studies and go behind the scenes? That's where I felt na, mm, is this maybe where I truly belong? So I had second-guessed myself in my position. Did you think about quitting? If we're gonna be blunt, yes, I thought about quitting show business and going behind the scenes. Okay, so you say you were thinking about quitting because you weren't sure if showbiz was for you. Yes. What made you feel that way? I'm curious because I remember this specifically and I'll share my point of view a bit later on. Mm -mm. But we've never super talked about this in depth. So let's kind of like jump in, dive in. Why did you get to that point where you thought that you were not fulfilled? And let's give context to everyone. Okay. I assume, correct me if I'm wrong, this is a time of like, he asked the TV5, yeah. the right before training for the pageants. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> it was. So, uh, this was a time when I was getting a lot of criticism. And when you asked Example, me, example. Yeah. Give me the harshest one or the harshest ones. I think I was being put in a position that I was very uncomfortable with. Na parang you have to like be more showy, you have to show more skin, and because this is what the viewers might want from you know your show. And I was very uncomfortable with doing it at that time because I felt that I didn't need to show any skin for people to watch this. So that was the downfall of my confidence at that point. And I felt that I was incompetent because I wasn't as confident as the other actors na ka-age ko or maybe like in my area, my field na bakit sila nakakapag-show ng skin when I feel like it's so unnecessary. Do I really have to go down this path? So it, that was the start of me second-guessing my position and where I was in show business. Is this right for me? Is this the path that I really want to take? And then from then on... Parang I felt na, okay, there's no real project going on for me here. I'll just parang try something out elsewhere. And I guess at that time, I felt unwanted as an artist. I didn't really know what my niche was or what my market was. So I was very unsure about myself as an artist, as a celebrity, as an actor, as a host. But I didn't really know what I wanted to do because I was so unsure of myself. And hindi ko pa kilala talaga yung sarili ko and the things that I wanted at this point. So I think from then on, I just thought, mm, sige, let's just not do this anymore. Interesting. So before I get to what I was going to say, what did people say about your performance during that time? Is there anything that tumatak or is there parang things that people said that really made you feel down 
and really made you feel like, oh my god, am I just not right for this? Can I just like leave? Well, I'm sure meron. meron There's gotta meron, be something. Meron, meron. Give me something juicy, okay. Bonizi. You know, I really hate the way that I look when I cry. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I cry for real, I look like a baby and I look, my face is distorted. Okay. I cannot do a pretty cry. Like, how do they cry so nice? I always tried to practice it, but I just, it's not a talent. <laughs> okay, so wait, really what tried. did people say? I want to hear. So they were like, Wag masyadong kokonot yung noo mo. Mukha kang matanda. Ganyan, may mga ganyan na comment. Kasi syempre, pag may wrinkles, di ba? Was like, that hurtful to you when you would hear that? Syempre, pag bata ka, parang, hmm, yeah. ang pangit ko naman tingnan. And when you're so young, I feel like you're so conscious about a lot of these things. And like I said, hindi ko pakilala yung sarili ko noon. So I wasn't confident with who I was as a person. So anything that they would say, parang I would really take it so hard on myself. And then, diba, I said na they wanted me to show more skin. Oh. Eh, yung chest ko naman, hindi naman siya kasing laki nung iba. So they would make me wear like sticky bras here and really push up my <laughs> chest to make it look like my cleavage was like plump na plump. And I was like, I am so uncomfortable. How do people? But did do you it? end up doing it? I'm just curious. I mean, I had to do so it. So you ended up. I doing was like it. wearing a tank top. I was like, wow, I feel so uncomfortable with what I'm doing right now. I also started the question: Do they just want to look at this? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't want. I don't know if I want to be this person. So yeah, like those were some of the harsh ones, na. Parang ano puro katawan na lang ba ipapakita natin dito? That really brought down my confidence. Okay, so let's break this down. It's nice that you were able to share that and some specifics of what you were hearing and what you were feeling. And I guess to a certain extent, I guess it just made you... You feeling like quitting also is connected to feeling like you did not succeed in your job. Or I didn't feel... You were not doing a good job. Yeah. 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 It was a failure yeah. to a certain extent, right? And now that I think about it, there was also one more, one last, na I know that I was doing good naman. So in this show, I was having a really difficult time with this scene. And I guess I wasn't meeting eye to eye with this director. And she shouted at me and called me stupid on set. And I was like, huh? I mean, why would you talk to someone like that? Like, can't we have a decent conversation? I got so hurt. I was crying on the set <laughs> because I couldn't understand. Parang, why do you need to talk to me like this? Because emotional talaga yung time na yun for me. So from that point, I think I was quiet quitting because I was doing the bare minimum that was asked of me. That after, is so interesting. After after that moment, na siguro akala niya motivate niya ako sa ganong paraan na pagsasabihan niya ng ganon. But it really brought down my confidence and their way of showing me that they're pushing me did not work for my personality and it made me suffer even more oh my god okay bones you know what this is really interesting so we are diving into the topic of quiet quitting and we're kind of like unearthing these things yeah and these feelings i mean i've heard some of these stories but now we're able to connect it to a very current topic yeah because at that moment i know i'm not stupid (laughs) but at the back of my head i'm like I know that there's something wrong that I'm doing, but you don't have to call someone dumb or bobo or stupid just because hindi nila nakakuha yung gusto mo. Okay, so you said that you got really down there. Obviously, yun nga, we brought up all these feelings of not succeeding, maybe yeah. failure, 
uh, not feeling fulfilled. So after that moment where you look back and you say, I would, could possibly say I was quiet quitting at that time, how did your attitude towards work change if you look back at it? I what was it like quiet quitting? I, I would say that I really held back in terms of socializing. I pulled myself back from, you know, being my usual bubbly self. I was just like, I'm just going to keep to myself this time around. Or I'll just talk to the people that I'm comfortable with instead of, you know, socializing with people. And I didn't make it a point to really exert extra, which, you know, I, I was probably doing the bare minimum of my job at that point. And I was really just, okay, I'll do my scene. I'll do what's required of me. I'm in and out. That's it. You know what, I have a couple of stories, but before we move on, we might as well kind of close the loop yeah. on your chapter. <laughs> yeah. How did you get out of that funk? What happened? After that particular show, I think it was a year later that I did Miss World. Because it was at that point that I was thinking, okay, is showbiz really for me? Should I try to explore something that's out of my comfort zone. I was gonna say, you tried out something new. You I shook out, things up. Yeah, I tried something new, which is really scary because you know that taking that risk of going from showbiz to pageants was such a huge risk for me financially. It was a risk for me in terms of my career because I didn't know, uh, what if I lose my babalikan ba ako if I mm -hmm. do this? So there was a lot of risk taking in terms of trying something new, but at that moment, it felt right to do. And it felt like a risk worth taking. I know. I told you to take the risk. I know. <laughs> no, okay. So it's so nice that you said that. And I didn't see it that way until you said it now. But the advice that I shared with you at that time to go for it, I realized I gave you that advice because it's something that had happened to myself at that time as well. Really? No, because I shook things up. I wasn't really sure what I was going to do after college. Of course, I had a business slash finance track. Yeah. I started to apply and all of a sudden there's a GMA opportunity and I took it. Yeah. And of course, it was very difficult at that time. I didn't know if I was going to succeed. But to a certain extent, there was already success just by the mere fact that GMA had already taken me in. Yeah. So I had only gotten that success because I shook things up. Okay. And at the same time, I was willing to work hard for it. And we had that conversation that, okay, you're in a rut, you're in a slump, kumbaga. Mm. And you decided to shake things up. And true enough, that was the one that kind of got you out of your slump. Yeah, it got me out of my funk. Yeah. Big time. So I have this core memory for quitting. Ikaw ba? Like, what was your experience? Do you have an experience na quiet quitting or quitting in general? Okay, so at the start of my career, I shared nga a while ago na hindi because I was always of the mindset yeah. that yeah. I would get fired before, you know, people would even allow me to quit. Okay, but around three or four years later on, I remember this specifically and I don't mind talking about it. It was Adarna. I was working with uh -huh. Kylie Padilla. I remember. And at this time, you know, I was trying. I was really really trying i just felt that i wasn't getting better at my craft and not just that i knew it wasn't showing so even though i would go to workshops all the time i would try to ask the right questions i would try to listen to the director everything you needed to do to be a quote-unquote good actor yeah i would do it just wouldn't translate into results gets, gets and it would come to the point now i would really hear it and see it and feel it to the point now when there's a dramatic scene or there's a very heavy or complex scene, the director would say, Cut! Okay na yan, Mick! Okay na yan! Na naawa na sila sa akin. Because they were like, Di niya kaya to. 
I know it. I know it. I mean, I'm not like I said. I'm not stupid either. I I can read the room. That that was a downer for me. I was like, man, like ito na parang this is what people think of me already. Wait, this is you did a darna when I was away from Miss World, diba? Maybe, maybe. Cause I don't super remember you doing the show. Okay, okay, yeah. So there, but I mean, this isn't particularly just a darna. This happened in a lot of other shows as yeah. well. But I guess a darna was the peak of it, cause the. A couple of years had already gone by, yeah. and parang I was losing that benefit of the doubt. Na yeah. ah, kasi kakasi mula palang niya. Kasi, kasi medyo ilang bago. taon na ako, yeah. hindi na ako baguhan masyado. Uh -huh. And I still felt na parang the length of time that I was in showbiz didn't equate to the amount of improvement that I was showing. So parang at that point, parang people expected you to be better. Better, pero parang hindi yun lumalabas. Okay. Pero in terms of the work being put in, I felt like I was going above and beyond. So it was so frustrating. And especially when you would talk to some writers, you could see that I didn't want to be pasaway naman. And yeah. I think I was very easy to work with. You're mm -mm. <laughs> talentless to a certain extent. And it was so sad. Because you can see the writers, you can see people around me. Parang medyo inaalalayan na ako. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, how do you do this? When yeah. parang I've created this reputation for myself. When I didn't know it, I felt so helpless. I felt so helpless. And then at that time, during Adarna, I think there was a time that I was like, what if this is all that I'm going to be? What if this is all that I really have? So that was really tough. And there were times when I would go to work and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go through the scenes and just figure it out. I mean, I'm gonna try, pero parang my heart had been stabbed for a little while there. Yeah. I remember bits and pieces of you doing Adarna because I remember visiting you on the set. But if I compare your work ethic at that time, to the work ethic that I saw when you did Love of My Life, your most recent teleserie, the contrast is like miles apart from how you were working back then. Yeah. Well, I did learn how to work better. What are the things that you did to make yourself work better? Layo. Like, it was really just trying all the time. Okay. Like, sometimes you're putting in the work, pero yun pala mali yung classing work na linalagay mo. So you're trying to go to the workshops, pero yung approach mo sa workshop, mali. Yeah. And how did you realize that? You just have to keep trying. But was there anybody that told you na... Wait, it was a collection of everybody I had met. I mean, from our acting coaches, Sinayani, yeah. to our directors, to working with my co-artists, to just watching and observing those artists who are already very talented or very good mm -hmm. or seasoned. So it was a collection of all these things. There was literally not one point. Okay. It was literally a collection of all my experiences and me just wanting to keep on trying. So now that we've kind of like heard these two experiences from us, on your point, you went through a quiet quitting phase and you were able to get out of it because you tried something new. Yeah. And for me, it was very, very different. I was able to get out of it because I just didn't want to give up. Mamba yeah. mentality, my gosh. Yeah. Kobe, what Kobe. is up? Kobe. I just didn't want to give up because I was already in it. I yeah. mean, of course, I had these highs and lows of motivation, but I just kept grinding it out and trying. I also kept trying new things. Yeah. I would try comedy, I would try yeah. hosting. Yeah, bubble gang. I would try different kinds and genres of teleseries and take different roles. Yeah. And then eventually, it seems like I had gotten out of my funk and I'm comfortable in my shoes and where I am right now in the industry. So going back lang, because we were driven a lot also by feedback that we got. And we've had previous discussions like with friends, people that we work with in the industry. Do you think it's also a factor that 
parang it's extremes like yung feedback na nakukuha natin it's either it's too like intense na parang yung iba minamura ka or they say stuff that really hurt your feelings they're not constructive anymore or sometimes people sugarcoat feedback na parang hindi constructive enough for you to be able to learn something in sa sugarcoating part they're like yeah it was good you could do a bit better pero hindi specific wala kang constructive criticism or actionable criticism because yes. it's one thing to say i'm I'll be honest with you hindi ka magaling doon pero, pero bakit bakit hindi ka magaling paano ako gagaling yeah. that's the more important question yeah. because for years i never got the answer to that but you would ask people i would ask people i would ask people and I think that I only could have gotten the answer from someone who really understood what I was going through. And what and your background time, also. Nobody knew what I was going through. So it was literally just me trying and trying. And then eventually, I got lucky. And really, I think luck played a part in it, Mm-mm. aside from me trying. And I just kind of figured it out. After a while, I kind of like put two and two together. Yeah, but there. So that's basically what happened to me. All right, Bon. So we've closed the chapter on those two stories that we told. And now that we're at present day, we're okay. still doing the things that we did a couple of years ago. Mm. And I think in hindsight, we can easily say that a lot of our work is performance-based. Yeah. Right? You have, even on social media, you have analytics, yeah. which basically determine the performance of your work. So present day, do you still feel pressure to perform during our work? And how has that differed? To the pressure that you felt during that time when you know you were called out during taping when you said when you were told that you were not enough or you yeah. were told to you know plump up your coconuts i think now i know more of what's expected of me because before i think since i was like going with the flow of things i didn't really have a grasp of the industry and parang the realities of the industry Parang I was too stuck in my bubble na parang, hindi, ito yung gusto ko. Rebelde ako. Ito lang yung gusto ko. Ito yung susundin ko. So I wouldn't put the whole blame on like the people around me. Kasi kahit ako, parang I was like, hindi, iba ako sa, sa ibang artista. Like, I, okay. I think outside of the box. Parang I was too stuck in that notion na parang, I'm different. This is the norm. This is what's expected. And it's not naman that I'm a people pleaser, but in our line of work, there are just certain deliverables that we need to meet. For example, like how do we perform on stage? Like what is the level of energy that we need to exude when we're doing a kind of shoot, diba? So I guess just in terms of that, kasi parang before I always thought na parang hindi, ito lang ako eh. Hindi na ako mag-a-adjust sa inyo. Pero I, I realized na, syempre, in everything that we do, there's always some sort of adjustment that we need to make. And even though we are creatives, we follow what our vision is to a certain extent. But since, you know, we're brand ambassadors, we work with different brands and different types of people, it's not always going to fall in line with that. So I needed to also have that mindset. Mindset ba mindset? Nah, <laughs> 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 you also have to meet halfway then. Okay, gotcha. So in terms of pressure, however, do you still feel pressure nowadays to perform at work? Always. I always feel pressure. But, but, that pressure, I don't take it in na I'm hard on myself. I use that pressure to an advantage. Mm-hmm. Na turn that pressure... You don't allow it to negatively yes, push you down. I use that pressure na turn it into excitement. Yeah. Parang what should I be more excited for rather than what am I going to put pressure on myself? 
na parang instead of thinking na oh my gosh they have a certain expectation on me will I be able to do this will I be able to meet their expectations that's putting pressure on yourself but now I think okay they have a certain expectation of me let's go above and beyond I'm excited for this I'm excited to exceed their expectations so iba na yung mindset ko pagdating sa work rather than pinapangunahan ko yung sarili ko na matakot pinapangunahan ko yung sarili ko na ma-excite and counterpoint to that, how do you feel about the fear of failure? Because even up until now, we're still failing from time to time. But yeah. how does that differ with you handling it now and before? I try not to think about failure too much rather than it being an end goal. Because I think before, I would always think of the worst first rather than think of the best possible outcome. And when I would think of the worst first, then everything just goes downhill from there. So now I really try to think, what is the best possible outcome? And what can I do to achieve that? If I fail, I know that I can learn from it. So it's at the back of my head, but I know that I'm going to be able to get something positive out of failing. I know you asked me this question before, but have you ever thought of quitting work entirely and just, okay na tayo, hindi na tayo mag work ever? So I told you that earlier in my career, no, not at all, because yeah. of that fear now of getting fired yeah. first. But now that we're in the latter part of our career, so the I guess assuming the back half, I think, yeah. it's only come to mind in relation to you. Why? Because sometimes we might think that we want to do something else completely. What if you say you want to be a nomad and you want to just travel the world on a budget with whatever money we've saved up and live that life of adventure? Right? What do you want to live in the trees and like build a tent? And I'm like, okay, okay, we can do that. Right? What if you want to like have a family and move to the province and we're just going to like figure it out from there, right? All these things I'm kind of open to. Okay. But it's predicated on you. Why? Because I also know that I'm so open and I'm genuinely, I've thought about this and I've reflected on this. I am genuinely open to so many different kinds of ways of living our life. That's why I ask you, so if you decide that you want to do and live life a certain way or try living life a certain way, I'm game. And if I think of like a new way that I find interesting, I'll bring it up to you. Okay. I'll allow you to also decide if you want to go for it or not. When you said it's dependent on me, it's just dependent on me. I also want you to be able to pursue things that you want. And even though I know the way that you think is... Like, kakaiba talaga. It's always out there. It's always extreme. I wouldn't want to hold you back from that. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But the thing is, because I'm more flexible, I kind of ask you, and then I work my, what I would like into mm. that as well. It's so, because I'm more anxious. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> diba? Parang we know how each other, we how we both move. Yeah. And maybe you get to the point na ikaw naman yung super open. Mm. But right now, at this point of our lives, I'm the more open one. Yeah. So I ask you that question. I, and I ask Bones. I know we've said this in previous episodes, but I ask, do you want to keep working or do you want to stop our lives and go to the province and do something else and just chill out there, mm -mm, right? Mm -mm. And you said, no, let's work. So I was like, okay, if we're going to work, we are going to do it the best way we can. We're, we're going to go work hard. All out. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but for me, but that was my input. Okay. That was me putting flair okay. into the decision that started from you. Yes. So if you look at it, then okay, then both of us made the decision, right? So I you, didn't leave it up to you. You sprinkled the fire on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You made the base layer. I made all the icing, all the fluff, right? <laughs> if this is a cake, then that's what it is. That's how we make the cake. Someone makes the base layer, someone makes the icing. 
Okay, so since we're on the topic of quitting, I mean, we've had it in the past, but now at this point in our lives, we're not in that phase that we ever want to quit. Yeah. I can be confident in saying that the push comes to shove, tuloy-tuloy lang tayo. Hindi mm-hmm. nasa isip natin yung quitting. I think our mindset now is more of parang, okay, how do we get past this? Or how do we level up from here rather than just quitting out? Yeah, entirely. I think we've moved past that question of are we going to quit? And we're in the realm of we're dealing with just different circumstances yeah. at this point. But for other people that are at this crossroad in their lives, parang shepherd mapapaisip din sila, parang mali ba na mag-quit ako? Dapat ba ipush ko to? Even though I feel that wherever the, I am in my life, whether it be in terms of relationship, in terms of career, in terms of life decisions, like where they want to live, if they want to still live with their family. So basically, is it okay to quit? Is that okay is what you're quit? asking. Whatever it may be. I think that that is a loaded question for anyone, especially yeah. for the younger ones, yes. because there are so many choices and so many opportunities nowadays. Mm. It can overload your brain and your senses to the point that you're like malfunctioning yeah. and you're paralyzed. Analysis paralysis, kumbaga. Yeah. So I think before you get to that question of, is it okay for me to quit? From my experience, I think it's important to acknowledge that there is a huge mountain to climb to get to the peak where you can finally ask yourself that and answer it properly. And that climb involves getting to know yourself, Mm. getting to know your situation, asking people around you, trying to gather as much information so that when you get to the peak of asking that question, you can somewhat say, at least... I did everything I could to make the best informed decision possible. Yeah. Because I think some people, they feel these emotions and these super heightened emotions because of a certain situation and then they try to tackle that question right away. Yeah. So ba- I think... Baka ng emotion. Yeah. Kaya sabi niya, I'm quitting. Now na. Oh, oh, parang... Ayoko na. Naging one-step process. I feel this emotion. Do I want to quit? Yes. Yes. Parang, you need to be able to take a step back and climb that mountain and work so that you earn the right to ask and then answer that question. At least that's how I felt. And that's yeah. what I can share trying to answer this question in hindsight. Yeah, I feel like taking a step back, like what you mentioned, is a huge factor. Taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture at hand and weighing your pros and cons. But I, I feel like also gut feel is also something that you should also consider but consider com- consider but not yeah. completely go with because it's also important to lay out the pros and cons of the different choices that you have in front of you yeah and just as a disclaimer when you lay out these pros and cons it actually makes it even more difficult because you're gonna have pros but you're also gonna have cons and it's going to be a give and take. I think when people come to a decision because I think there's an expectation na clear cut siya. Or this is Madali the best lang, decision parang, ever. Once I earn it, once I earn it because I take everything into consideration, I take a step back, I breathe, I pray, I talk to my support system, na madali na lang. Hindi, mahirap pa rin yun. Every decision that you make has a consequence. It could be something good that comes out of this decision, but it could also be something bad that comes out of your decision or something that may not be in your favor. But every decision that you make, there's always an after effect. And that's also something that I guess we tend to forget. Diba? Every decision has something that comes after. Okay, as we hurl towards the end of this podcast, 
Let's try to bring it back to the super present and let's talk about quiet quitting. Okay. So we've talked about quitting, we've talked about our experiences, but why is quiet quitting happening nowadays? From what I've read, it's because there's this hopelessness that some people feel. That they're grinding and grinding, pero parang wala na silang mapupuntahan. Yeah. Parang hindi na sila makakaangat sa buhay or sa sitwasyon nila. How do you feel about that? Is that valid? I mean, I know there's a lot of doom and gloom. Sometimes it's fluffed up by social media and the content that we see. What are your initial thoughts on this? I feel like it's so difficult to judge because we don't know where people are at in their lives. We don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Kaya ang hirap magsabi na, why don't you try harder? Or why don't you do yeah. more? Because yung ibang tao, minsan may pinagdadaanan in their personal lives. Mental health is also something that a lot of people tackle now because, you know, the pandemic has really done so many things for our well-being, di ba? Like, so we've been through a lot. So ang hirap magsabi ng mga ganitong bagay na there's so much that you can do. Eh, hindi mo nga alam kung anong pinagdadaanan ng ibang tao. Sabi nga nila, when you see somebody on the street, treat them with kindness because you don't know what one person is going through. Yung mabigat sa'yo, posibleng hindi mabigat sa kanila, and vice versa. So, hindi mo masabi talaga. Yeah, for me, I think quiet quitting is really tricky. It's real to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, it's just a label. It's just a fluff piece label, quiet quitting. But I think that feeling is definitely very valid. genuine and valid. I think a lot of older people might say na, just work hard, okay lang yan. But you're right, things are very different nowadays. Yeah. It's so much harder to focus now because of social media. Then you went through this crazy pandemic, which is the first time in all our lives, unless you're, you're 200 years old, yeah. right? Which is when the, possibly the last pandemic happened. So, so much has happened. The world has changed and accelerated. Yeah. Our attention times have decreased because of the way that we live our lives and because of what technology has appeared around us. Yeah. So I think it's very important to acknowledge that times and the status quo have changed drastically. Mm -mm. And that has affected people in positive, but unfortunately also, in this case, negative ways. Yeah. So it's important for us to acknowledge that. And I don't know if there's a clear-cut answer. I think if there was a clear-cut answer, people would have already shared it by now. Yeah, and people wouldn't be doing quiet quitting. Yeah, and it's important to discuss this because hopefully in discussing, we get to that point of having that clear-cut answer. Yeah. Right now, to be honest with you, I don't know. Because like you said, everybody has so many different problems and a different collection of them. Yeah that I also agree that it's impossible to have this one-stop solution for everyone. And I feel like people deal with things differently. You deal with criticism differently than I do. Like I mentioned kanina, diba? Sinigawan ako, I was called stupid. That kind of method does not work for me. And I know that. It brings down my confidence. But I know that there are other people na they, palaban sa ganyan. they are driven by being called names and stuff like that, being shouted at, they're like, yeah, I need this. This is what gets me motivated. But that doesn't work for everyone. It didn't work for me. In general, people have their own way of dealing with things. And I feel like when it comes to topics like this, ikaw lang ang yeah. Sa ganyan. Or you will find your own way of being able to cope with this, whether it is by yourself, whether it is through a loved one, through the help maybe of a professional, whatever works for you 
works for you. And it may not be the same for anyone else. I think the last point that I would like to share is I think you and I, Bonizi, we acknowledge the differences and the hardships that people have gone through. Mm-mm. Some people, the pandemic and being locked up in their homes was extremely, extremely difficult. Maybe because it was such a huge change of pace. Maybe mm. there was a loss or losses yeah. of loved ones. For others, naman, it's a lack of opportunity. Sometimes, maybe their family worked super hard to send them to college. And then yeah. all of a sudden, because ang dami nagsarang mga kumpanya or ang dami naka-lockdown, hindi sila makahanap ng maayos na job. When yes. maybe before, maybe there were more opportunities for uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. Diba? And then nowadays, you have so many problems arising in the Philippines and around the world that maybe it's affected your life negatively. Pero wala ka namang kinalaman doon. Hindi no. mo naman kasalanan. Kasalanan ng iba, yet the consequences of others' actions affect you even though you had no business with whatever was done. Yeah. And that is annoying. Diba? That is disheartening. So I think what I would like to leave this podcast episode with is that we're acknowledging this and we're discussing it in hopes that we're contributing to finding a solution. Because you and I don't know. Yeah. Diba? But hopefully we share our experiences and some people might have similar experiences as us Mm-mm. and they might pick up a thing or two that they can use to help benefit themselves and add value to their lives. And in that way, hey, that's a win. Yay. Yeah, and if you guys can share also what helped you get through a similar slump that you might have had if you ever felt like quitting or if you've ever been through quiet quitting, sharing in the comment section might help out other people as well that are going through that. What are the things that you can contribute, maybe? Yeah. And if there are those who have opinions or experiences that were in stark contrast to what Bones and I experienced and just shared, please put it down in the comment section because we'd also like to know your stories. And with that, our podcast episode has come to a close. I am Fofo. And I'm Bones and this is Chia. Sobas on the floor. And this is Behind Relationship Goals. Bye-bye. Bye.